Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of A Case for the FBI, cross-examining reality. I am Cassie. And I'm Kristen. Guys, we felt like we had to keep running on our documentary grind Mm -hmm. because I personally enjoyed switching it up and talking about true crime because that's, it speaks to my soul in a dark way. I think it speaks to a lot of people in that way. Yeah, it's like- You are not alone. It's one of those things where I almost want to watch it just in case I ever get into a situation where I need to use my knowledge. You just never know. <laughs> so let's discuss the this or that poll that we had on our Instagram last week. So we started it out with two of my personal faves. Okay. We started it out with this or that Real Housewives of Atlanta or the Real Housewives of New York. I knew this was going to be a close one. Atlanta won, obviously. the Literally the best one in the franchise. <laughs> but it was 59 to 41%. It was very close. Wow, that is really close. I New York was this, I think New, I think New York and Atlanta were like second and third, or they were both started at the same time after Orange County. So it makes sense that there's like a lot of people who are like diehard for one or the other. Um, I figured this one would be a close race. I really did. Well, so which one would you have voted for? Atlanta, hundred percent. Okay. I, I, excuse me. I would too. Um, but also that's the only season that I've watched, but I also really, really enjoy it. So it's the best. This one at first, y'all, I'm I'm not gonna lie at first. The second one was the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills versus the Real Housewives of Orange County. So as I have mentioned previously and just a few minutes ago, Orange County is the OG. Like that was the first franchise, first series in the franchise. I don't know, whatever. What started it all. Yes, literally where it all began, okay? Mm -hmm. At first, they were winning. And I literally had people in our DMs like, who the hell voted for Orange County? What? Yeah. Really? Beverly Hills is superior to Orange County. Is that the one with Larsa Pippen? No, that's Miami. Oh. What about uh, Paris Hilton's mom? That's Beverly Hills, yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. And she has definitely brought the game up on Beverly Hills. I mean, she may just be a friend of a housewife on the show, but she is the star, honey. (laughs) So uh, Beverly Hills won that one? By quite a bit. That's why I was nervous at first. 63% Beverly Hills, 37% Orange County. I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was getting real nervous. I was, we literally got DMs of people being like, who voted for Orange County? (laughs) What names? Yeah. They're like, show me the pictures. Show me the receipts. Now, this one was not surprising to me. The third one was a thousand pound sisters or my 600 pound life. I love the Slayton sisters like they were my own. The quality content that comes out of their mouths is just impeccable. You can't beat it. Although I am a fan of my 600 pound life. Like, don't don't get it twisted. But Tammy and Amy just. Yeah, especially when people don't realize this. If, unless they watch the show, but it gets even better when you watch and you see all of their family members. Yeah. Like my favorite is Chris, the oh brother. God, the he is I ever. He is the best, and he goes on and does like his own weight loss journey too, and gets the bariatric surgery and everything too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really adds to it. In addition to 
um, like the Slayton sisters themselves. But I think a lot of people like, okay, yes, it's funny because they live in Kentucky and they, you know, don't have the most glamorous of lives. But it's also it really spoke to me like when Amy had Gage and like yeah. she became a mom, like it still is very human. Like what they go through is very human, especially if you mm-hmm. have a sibling and you can relate to like their dynamic. Yeah. Um, especially this season when they were moving and like Amy was so embarrassed by like how messy her house was. And she started yes. crying about how she wants Gage's life to be so much better. It's just so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. They're she's just such genuine people. Like you can tell there is no, scripting or being told what to do on this show right right and Amy had such a hard time like moving away from Tammy that was a Mm -hmm. whole big thing in of itself because even though like they just talk shit to each other nonstop, like everyone still cares about each other now my 600 pound life obviously I only watch that for a doctor now because if there was if there is one honest human being on this earth it is doctor now Oh my gosh, I know. You could have lost 30 pounds by now. And it's like, damn. He does not mince his words. And people are literally like crying, devastated about their lives. And Dr. Now is like, I don't care. Lose the weight. I don't care. (laughs) I I love like people will show like they have that magnet on their refrigerator of Dr. Now. And he's like, you could have lost 30 pounds by now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so. But also, like, 600 Pound Life is different, though, just because every episode is its own story. Yeah. So I feel, you know, if you don't, uh, like, people are more familiar with that maybe than they are Thousand Pound Sisters. And um, it's easy to just randomly pick up and watch. Like, there's no, right. you don't need to know a backstory or anything. But, you know, 600 Pound Life, there is nothing better um, than being able to sit in front of the TV and eat like a bajillion calories and be like, God, at least I'm not that fat. Exactly. You know I mean? And yes. be like, look, they have someone who loves them, who goes and gets them all this food. There is not one person on there that's single. So like, <laughs> I know, like I am nowhere near that point. So I can right. just go ahead and eat whatever I want. Exactly. And feel good about myself. <laughs> but as soon as I hit 600 pounds, I'm going to doctor now. And I'm it's having him like whip me into shape to get that big just to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder if he has like a waiting list or if people are like, no, you can't make me. But TLC is like, if you want to go on this show, you've got to go meet Dr. Now. And he has to tear you down until you're literally about this big. Yeah. Have you, okay. Do you know that trend on TikTok right now where it's like major bag alert? Yes. <laughs> one of them was when TLC realizes that there are a million overweight people in America. <laughs> it's like bag alert, major bag alert. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, so last thing, and then we can move on. But okay. so Thousand Pound Sisters uh, season just ended, right? Yeah. Which I didn't know. Like I was like, oh, like it's Monday, new episode of Thousand Pound Sisters. No, nothing. There was nothing. I so I guess last week sure. was the finale or whatever. Yeah. There is now the new series, Thousand Pound Besties. I saw that. I... So I might have to scope it out just to see. I mean, I yeah. won't hold a candle to the Slayton sisters, but um that's exactly how I feel too. So we'll see. We'll see how we'll that goes. See. We'll see. TLC, I see. Major bag alert. Yes. Yes. Literally, they have profited. 
so this one I even said on our stories when I posted the results this one was very surprising to me I think because so many people in my immediate life are bigger fans of before the 90 days than regular 90 day fiance but 90 day fiance literally destroyed before the 90 days it was 76 percent 90 day fiance 24 percent before the 90 days That is very interesting, especially because before the 90 days is the one that's like running right now. Um, I will say, I mean, I, I love all 90 day. I'm not going to pick and choose, you know, I can't pick favorites. (laughs) What I will say though, with 90 day fiance is it's just that they literally have 90 days to get married. And there's a lot of like, you know, the the person is moving to America. They're having to live together for the first time and they're on, they're on a time limit. Whereas before the 90 days is like, eh, we kind of want to get married in two weeks, but like maybe, or maybe not. So it's less committal, I would say. Right. right. But 90 days is like, you're going to meet my entire family. We're going to live together for 90 days. And then we're going to have to get married or not. Yeah, so, the, so the I recently higher. watched a couple of episodes of Before the 90 Days. The one lady where, like, I can't remember exactly what happened where, but she was like, if I was going to have a sugar daddy, I would have the sugar daddy of all sugar daddies. Yes, that is our good friend Jasmine. I who, love her. I loved her energy. She was crazy this entire season. Like, she was very manipulative um and you saw her man is Gino who is this like 50 year old guy from Michigan who leaves a little bit more to be desired um but Jasmine is like this beautiful Panamanian woman but what happened was Gino was like Jasmine hated it whenever Gino even mentioned his ex-wife like she got so mad at him so mad at him and then she find out that not only has Gino been talking to the ex-wife he had sent nude photos that Jasmine had sent him to the ex-wife yeah that's crazy so messed up on so many different levels so messed up and Gino's Gino's defense was like oh I wanted to show you off like you know throw it in her face how beautiful you are but like that is so messed up so when she went off the deep end I was like okay yes you have grounds to do this because that is so messed up I definitely am gonna have to see the next episode now because the way they ended it when she pulled that fucking hat off of his head he was so distressed I'm telling you it looked like he pulled a second hat out of his pocket like he was prepared (laughs) for the day that someone stole his fucking hat so that that was a good little teaser because now I want to watch well his whole deal is the hat like the hat stays on all the time and when they when he went through um it must have been like when he was going to ts going through tsa to fly to panama um they're like well you have to take your hat off and so he's like taking it off and the cameras had to like cut away because they knew that he's just so self i get just like self-conscious about his hairline but you yes you got ripped it off. hair in the back <laughs> and you would have thought that like she killed his firstborn oh my god i know we rewound and watched that scene over and over I think I like spit out my water and then also choked and drowned on it for a second because I was like drinking water in them (laughs) yeah yeah so I think they're also heading towards a season finale soon at least that's what my sister told me I think like next week there's no episode but then the following week might be the finale or something okay so things are coming to a head but then I'm sure right after that we'll get another season of 
something because there's also a uh, 90 day the other way which is when the the american goes to a different country to marry somebody oh okay which is very interesting so they have that we also have happily ever after which follows couples that that married and like made it through the 90 day and have their visas um so don't okay fret. i'm just gonna put it out there tlc is trying to come for chris jenner and how hard she worked <laughs> yeah they're like how can we drain these people for money yes exactly crank it was they don't they can't do any dugger work anymore so they're like we gotta fill in all this time oh they gotta figure out how else to use these people right how to (laughs) exploit people's unfortunate circumstances well maybe we could watch that whole season and do an episode on that that would be fun yeah yeah I'm sure we could because like you said I know a lot of people too in my life who are 90 day stands and if you aren't right now you should be because you're missing out yeah I after watching that episode on Friday I do feel like I've been missing out so okay this last one I I wasn't sure how it was gonna go because Mm -hmm. these were two really big like murder documentaries on Netflix um so the last one we did was Night Stalker and then the Cecil Hotel. So which one did you prefer? I would say Night Stalker. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because it's like murder versus like paranormal kind of stuff. Yeah. And like, I almost felt like disappointed at the end of Cecil. Like, I I feel like this is going to sound terrible because this girl died and she probably had like (laughs) mental issues, et cetera, et cetera. But I really wanted it to be more serious. They're like, oh, like, I think she just had a mental break and like drown in the water like that's sad of course but I'm like I wanted there to be someone who did it I wanted there to be ghosts I wanted there Mm -hmm. to be something like obviously that hotel is creepy as as fuck and I would never go there but Night Stalker a hundred percent it did win by a large margin 89 percent serial killer gang (laughs) 11 percent paranormal ghost gang I mean obviously I think everyone knows by now that like we both are really into like murder and serial killers um but that's not to say I love the show ghost adventures I love that kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. I don't like if I had to pick like you just said Night Stalker or Cecil Hotel I would choose to watch Night Stalker 100% that one was actually like that is one of the first like serial killer like murder mystery things that I watched that I actually was like scared Night Stalker is about um it like takes place in LA right Mm -hmm. well they're also interviewing like all of the detectives and the detectives are like we don't know what's going on and we can't find him and I'm like ooh, that's not reassuring it's just like really crazy to realize that there like actually could be a serial killer out there that for lack of a better term doesn't have a type like you know what I mean like most murderers like if you think about it have like a type Mm mm-hmm like Ted Bundy went after, unfortunately us, we would have been great victims. We have yes. dark brown hair and we are female. <laughs> right. But like this dude was killing like old white people, young Asian women and men, like black people, Hispanic people, gay, straight, tall, short, young, old. He didn't care. Mm-hmm. But the kicker here is guess where he was staying? The Cecil Hotel. <laughs> oh interesting okay well I'm glad that we were able to take this opportunity though to get to know the listeners a little bit better um I thought it was really fun so y'all let us know if you like stuff like that I thought it was fun I did it myself because I just wanted to see the results like 
I didn't, yeah. I did, I promise guys, I didn't look at the results until right when I took the screenshots. Interesting. So it's a nice little surprise. Against you guys. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I really, I really thought it was fun, but I mean, also y'all should know by now we also don't have a type and we like a whole bunch of everything. So we'd love to hear what y'all are into. Okay. Are we ready to discuss the atomic bomb that was dropped recently? I don't want to say a definite yes, because I find myself still reeling and processing this new information. Um, but you know what they say, like the best way to confront something is just to be like thrown into it. You know, if you have a fear of heights, you should just like go skydiving kind of thing. So this might be the best way to, um, to confront the emotional distress that I'm experiencing. Yes. Emotional distress. Kristen is going to conquer her fear here on the podcast. Yes. Kristen, Mm -hmm. what would you like to share with us? I would like to share that after months of speculation, we were hit with an Instagram story this past week, a gray plain screen Mm -hmm. with two words and one emoji on the screen. It said Wolf Webster Whiteheart from our good friend slash foe Kylie Jenner. Everyone just take a minute, take as long as you need, pause the podcast if you need to, just take a break. Especially if you're driving, pull over. <laughs> I know you need a minute, pull over. Especially the that. <laughs> there are a lot of emotions running through my brain right now, but I understand. we're going to start off with, I hate it. I don't even think it's one of those names where like, when we saw Stormy, I was like, a little weird stormy daniels like it's a little mm-hmm. weird but i don't hate it it kind of grew on me i mean i love it yeah like i'm not gonna name right, my child story right. but wolf wolf webster wolf webster i know i so i went and looked she's posted she since posted a picture on her actual instagram of oh, she his has? hand yeah it's just like his hand so mm. he was born on uh, let me give y'all a timeline that is a little bit too weird to me okay so let's go back to february 1st that is sweet baby angel stormy's birthday we stand stormy we love stormy mm-hmm. we can get past the fact that we don't care for her parents to stand for this sweet little baby angel right. okay two two 22 is the day that mr wolf webster was born y'all have sex one time a year <laughs> and it is to the day to the t that yeah. you get pregnant i mean one day apart that is wild to me well so uh, i don't i i don't want to you know go too much into that considering me and my sister our birthdays are two days apart so <laughs> yeah. that, that doesn't really tell okay. my parents <laughs> shout out to the steel clan um but also if you remember rain and mason have the exact same birthday right so they're like Um, known for just like okay so if you marry a kardashian or a jenner you think they're cute and freaky i think you get it once a year well you know that we have discussed before that they like combo birthday parties like how they plan yeah so we're so gonna now have we're gonna see Stormy and Wolf's birthdays. We're gonna have Astro World birthday. Oh, yikes. 
a year from now. I don't love alliterative names. So Travis Scott's real name is Jacques Webster. So that's okay. like, and so Stormy is Stormy Webster. Um, okay. I don't particularly care for alliterative, alliterative names like that. But it's so funny when, like, I think right when Kylie announced that the baby was here, my sister texted me and was like, what noun do you think she's going to name this child? And I was like, first off, Stormy is an adjective. So (laughs) check yourself. But then she was like, yeah, but like dream and Chicago, like they're all now. And here we go. Here is a noun. Wolf. Yes. Um, it's actually really funny because it must have been like just a couple of days before she actually announced the baby's name. I saw a little, I saw a lot of TikToks going around that she was going to name him Valentine. And I was like, this is not good. But now that I've heard the name is Wolf, I'm like, I would rather that baby be named Valentine. (laughs) Yes. Like, yes. And we had kind of speculated too, maybe it was kind of like a, you know, he would have a matching name to Stormy. Um, I presently don't see a connection between those (laughs) two names, but maybe Kylie will be like, well, she'll draw it. The ancient Cherokees, there, there was named Wolf. Like the, he conjured up the storms. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, all this being said, congrats, Kylie, um, mother of mother of two at the age of like 23, 24, 23, 24. You're living my worst nightmare, but congratulations. Yeah. So I bet he's going to be cute, though. Like, I know for a fact is after seeing Stormy. That baby really is cute. I know I've said it a million times, guys. I'm sorry, but she is very cute. Yeah. Um, But I feel like it kind of makes sense because Kylie is like, before all the plastic surgery, of course, very traditionally pretty. And I think that Travis Scott is like ugly. So, you know, when you kind of mix in some like very strong traditional, like Armenian kind of feature. Oh, wait, no, she has a different dad. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Chris kind of looks Armenian too. I don't know. I mean, she has like, she has like dark features. Yeah. Yeah. With the like, you know, they say two ugly people make a cute baby. So like Hmm. maybe a basic pretty person and a really ugly person make a cute baby too. I don't know. Because that combines to make two like average to slightly below average looking people. Exactly. Yes. Well, um, I mean, I feel kind of sad now because like the speculation is over. Um, I know. And I hate to keep this conversation going, but I just really have some interest in your thoughts. So since Riri is about to have a baby. Yes. What, what do we think about the name that I feel like they're going to come up with something crazy too. Like, I really think it's going to be something off the wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be off the wall to us, but I could definitely see her because she is, I think she's from like Trinidad and, and Tobago. I think Yeah, she's, she's Trinidadian or, is it Bar- or is she from Barbados. I don't remember. Oh, I feel like I should know this. Please hold listeners. Please Bar- hold. Riri. So I, 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 all that to say that, like, I feel like she would name maybe like a traditional name or something. Yeah, a more traditional name. Oh, yeah, she's from Barbados. You're right. Okay. Um, which also her birthday is February twentieth. Happy <gasps> almost birthday, Riri. Yes, happy okay. almost birthday, girly. Um. So yeah, I could see. Ooh. Oh my gosh. What? Did, you probably didn't know this, but her dad's name is Ronald Fenty. <gasps> 
Love that. Yeah. So th- that's where Fenty came from. So I guess that's probably her legal name is Rihanna. Yeah, it's Fenty. Robin Fenty, I think, right? Robin Fenty. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, I, I told Okay, look, y'all thought I was playing about preferring. I, I mean, I love Riri. I love her. She's magical to me. Right. Over Beyonce. But so. I mean, like knowing that like her, I mean, her personality leads me to believe she's still going to name it something creative. But that's mm-hmm. interesting thinking about that. Like her dad has a very like Ronald is like when I think of Ronald, I think of like an old white man. Like and then like Ronald Robin, McDonald, like, I think of like white women. So like they have very like stereotypical simple names so it'll be interesting to see if she kind of like goes oh she might stick with the r she might do something like traditional to her culture it'll be very interesting to see i agree let's see what asap rocky's real name is i was just wondering oh my god it's an r2 if they don't Mm -hmm. do an r name i'm gonna be devastated i'm sure that that will be something you know a middle name or something like that um, but he is Rakeem Mayers, which I mean, he is Ooh. from, he's from Harlem. So it's like, he's Americans. Um, but right. I feel Her like middle name is, I'm just assuming it's a girl already. Like, I don't know. I just see Rihanna having a girl. Yeah. Um, I like to think I'm intuitive, watch it be a boy now, but we'll see. But yeah. I definitely think the middle name is going to be Fenty though. Like, I think she's still going to give yeah. it ASAP Rocky's last name. I feel like, have they announced that it's a girl though? Have they? I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't, maybe, I, maybe I'm thinking of something else, but I feel like somewhere they like said that it's a girl, but maybe oh, that's I'm over here. Real. Like I know her full legal name and where she was born, but I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. Yet. <laughs> maybe they, I mean, maybe they haven't. I don't know. I mean, they also like just announced that they were pregnant. So I just am getting girl vibes. Like that's what my intuition is telling me that it's a girl. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see ASAP Rocky being a girl dad for sure. hundred percent. And Rihanna just being the best. Like she would obviously be a good mom regardless, but like, she just gives me girl mom vibes. Like she mm-hmm. would just, you know how she is into like fashion and makeup right. and hair and all that stuff. Like it just. She, she can't handle chaotic man vibes. She's, oh my God. she's already had enough of that. Yeah, she thinks she hates all men except for ASAP Rocky, so she can't give birth to another man. I just feel it in her heart. Right. All right. Well, I'm glad that we were able to, you know, discuss everything. Um, If you are tired of us talking about Kylie Jenner's baby, then you're in luck because I think I I don't care, but this probably (laughs) the end of it. Um, (laughs) So now we can solely focus on Rihanna's speculation about her baby exactly well because she's got to be like a decent amount of long to be showing that way like what? yeah five yeah that's what i would guess like five or six months yeah Ooh, rihanna hit her pregnancy for months because she didn't want to get too excited too soon hmm. oh yeah i get that so, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm really not trying to pin Rihanna and Beyonce against each other. I'm really not. But I do prefer the way she did it as opposed to Beyonce. It was just like so like I know that she was hiding it like be, well, at least Rihanna saying she was hiding it because she was worried something would happen. But I feel like Beyonce was just feeding into this like godlike thing that we kind of discussed last time where she was like, the fans will die if I tell them I'm pregnant. Well, do you remember I how said. she announced that she was pregnant with Blue Ivy? the little photo shoot with the flowers and stuff that was for the twins oh okay that was for the twins which yeah she posted that with like no caption or, or anything and everyone was like <gasps> and then turns out it was twins and we literally have never seen a picture of those babies since like those children yeah, could be I, 10 by now um we wouldn't know I, 
but for Blue Ivy, she was, I think she was performing at the Grammys. And at the end of her performance, she dropped her mic. She was wearing that like bedazzled sparkly jacket and she ripped it open. And you could see that she was wearing like pregnancy pants. And then she just started rubbing her stomach. Right, right. I do vaguely remember that. So I think, but that was because there was already speculation that she was pregnant. So then that Mm -hmm. was her like confirming it. Tried to control it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I so, did like the pregnancy shoot with the twins, though. I thought she looked yeah. gorgeous. I loved the design of it. I thought it was great. Right, and I liked it too. And I think, I mean, that's just kind of like Beyonce's deal. She just like randomly pops up. And I'm sorry we're making this the longest intro in the world, <laughs> but like me and Kristen haven't talked in a little bit, so I'm just like I have a lot to say. So, do you think that maybe like Beyonce is like kind of keeping the twins private because of like I feel like people haven't always been the nicest about Blue Ivy absolutely absolutely she I think looks like a control all pace for whatever <laughs> the fuck the code is of Jay-Z right yes. I mean that shit looks just like her daddy <laughs> there's no question no he is the daddy. father um, you do not need to go on Maury she confirmed it yes I think that's exactly why because I think yeah. when they when they had Blue Ivy, she was maybe in the in the in the public eye a little bit more at the you know, they didn't know at mm-hmm. the time, but like they would bring Blue Ivy to like fashion shows and you know, they weren't right. that shy with her. But I think that's exactly why like people were mean towards her appearance at the ripe old age of four. So yeah. but since then though, like Blue Ivy Blue Ivy, quote unquote, she like wrote a book and she she like did the audio book for it. So she's she's still, you know, they don't really hide her anymore, especially now because she's probably like, I don't know, probably like eight or nine years old now. But um she yeah, she was like part of a book and she did like the audio reading of it. So I feel like, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z, they, you know, they let her have these experiences. But yes, with Rumi and Sir, they definitely are like not they're not interested in like having them being very public so like Beyonce and Jay-Z they like I think over the summer they of course they like went on this beautiful trip on a boat to Italy and stuff and they would post pictures of like them with blue um but there still is not a lot of Rumi and Sir um man I would hate to be those twins because I'd be like why are you always taking pictures with blue and not me like I would be upset right I mean maybe they're also kind of doing the deal too because I think Rumi and Sir are probably like four let me see here Rumi and Sir and are they are they a boy and a girl or two boys or it's a boy and a girl yeah Rumi is a girl and Sir is the boy I would almost bet money that the girl looks like Jay-Z again and that the boy looks like Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, we, how would we know? How we would we know? know? But one day they're going to come out and I'm going to be like, <clears throat> I was right. And I have it recorded for pros- po- posterity. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to so, say prosperity. They, I think they might be waiting for them to, you know, decide. Like I if Blue, if Blue Ivy is like, yeah, I w- obviously, I mean, they know who their parents are, but, you know, wait for them to decide on their own you know so just like you know put them out there yeah okay let's see so in february 2017 she did the flower post um gained over 6.3 million likes within eight hours breaking the world record for most liked image on the website at the time at the time um broken sense so then they're they're born 
June 2017. So yeah, they are four going to be five this summer. Yeah. And I mean, that's pretty much all, all we know about them. And then Blue was born. Blue just turned 10 last month. <laughs> Holy crap. Last month. Is she an Aquarius? January 7th. Oh no, she's a Capricorn. 2012. Mm. So she just turned 10. Look at that. Some spreadage. So that leads me to believe that Beyonce and Jay-Z, they're just getting it in on the reg. There's no specific date and time out accordingly. And it it seems that they are, you know, planning their pregnancies and choosing when to go on and off birth control. Cough, cough, Kylie. Why did you get pregnant at 22? I know. None of my business. You have honey, but whatever. (laughs) She's always wanted to be a mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also interesting being the youngest of the entire group is kind of weird because they say like the oldest child is always the one who has like more maternal instincts. But that's me speaking at a young as a youngest child where I'm just like, as the youngest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it when people take care of me. Yeah, right. I heard that. I'm as an only child. <laughs> so i guess okay i swear this will be the last thing guys i swear but (laughs) i feel like this is about kristen cut anything that you want to cut because this is about Mm. to be like a 45 minute long intro nothing's getting cut i had actually heard that there was a rumor going around that kendall was pregnant what i saw it on tiktok and you know like i don't take everything you know to heart from tiktok but it was this guy who had actually leaked kylie's pregnancy on tiktok and got a cease and assist from chris jenner and he posted about how he got another cease and assist from chris jenner talking about kendall being pregnant Mm -hmm. and he's also the same one i heard the valentine thing from and he again received a cease and desist so i don't know if like maybe last minute they changed the name after he came out with that or if it was just incorrect information i don't know very interesting maybe that's why they took so long to announce that he was born because like this dude leaked the name and they were like well now we have to change it we gotta change it to wolf that would be very interesting that would surprise me um but i mean she is the only one without children at the moment and i i assume that the baby daddy is devin booker um, but yeah. I mean, they've been dating for like a hot minute. Yeah. Like two years now. And we know that they, none of them give a rat's patootie about being married before they have kids. Oh, so. no. They actually prefer not to that not we're judging, be married. Guys. You do you. We don't care. Right. That's very interesting. We'll have to keep an eye on that. I mean, I obviously, like you, like you said, I second that, like, I don't believe everything on TikTok, but there are some talented people on TikTok who are just like professional sleuthers. So there's something to be said, like they're not just grasping at straws. Like there's something to be said for that. Like it may not, may or may not be true, but you know, obviously it's not just some random Joe Schmo posting about it. Yeah. And I mean, if he, he's like literally showing the cease and desist letters, like if there's not some like like they get there is so much shit that is put out there about all of them that is not true like why would you send a cease and assist letter to something that is just another lie you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. a little suspicious chris a little suspicious i agree so that'll be interesting that's something that we'll have to keep an eye on but i mean kendall jenner is so freaking skinny she would be 10 weeks pregnant and already be showing so. oh i know it should be like i just <laughs> ate a lot and i'm like you liar <laughs> so we'll have to keep an eye on that um but she also, I feel like out of all the daughters, she is pretty private too. Oh, um, yeah. I also feel like she has the most like issues with like mental health and that's why she's so private. Like mm-hmm. she, and 
you know, I really hate to be this person, but sometimes I'm just like, ma'am, what do you have to be anxious about? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like, girl, I mean, I guess like, you know, there are some things that have happened that have been traumatic. So like, you know, like, I'm sorry, you -hmm. know, like the whole transitioning with her dad thing. I'm sure that was something that she's, you know, even admittedly had to like keep secret over her lifetime and like, you know, her sister getting attacked in Paris and held a gunpoint and all that kind of jazz and Mm -hmm. all the shit that's happened with like Chloe and Tristan and Scott and Courtney. I mean, I guess that could be, you know, pretty traumatic, but I guess when I think of people with anxiety, I'm like, oh, you grew up poor, you're still broke. (laughs) I don't know, real people problems. I'm just being insensitive at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, you know, but it's not like she has to worry about, you know, paying the bills. So it's one less thing to stress about. And when she did that proactive commercial and she's like, guys, I'm going to tell you something that I've been struggling with my whole life that I've never talked about before. I was like, oh my gosh, what is she about to tell us? Like, was she assaulted? Has she witnessed a murder? What (laughs) happened? She's like, I have acne. And I'm like, acne warrior oh my god hashtag so brave yes yes and i mean she has all the access to the best skincare in the world the and best they want us makeup to she's in the world proactive <laughs> that's what i feel about like kylie's skin line like that chick is not using her own products i'm no, sorry she's not, she's, no. not. No. she's using some tatcha fancy schmancy Dolce and Gabbana cleanser or something. I was about to say, probably something we haven't even heard of because we can't yeah. even kind of afford it. They don't even advertise it to us. <laughs> we are not the target. Our FBI audience. agents do not include those ads on our Facebook page. No, they don't. They say, <laughs> here you go. Here's some CRVE. Um, you can buy a tiny yeah, little right. bottle for $15. Yes. They're okay. like, let's make her feel special. Here's Tarte. And I'm like, ooh, that's expensive. Ooh, should I splurge? <laughs> okay. Whew. Okay, well, that literally might be the longest intro of all time. But yes. anyway, someone call Guinness. Get us in the book. Yeah, right. Let us know. Um, so today, no one knows what we're talking about yet. That's exciting. We got a request <laughs> for Tinder Swindler, and we are here to deliver. Deliver the Tinder Swindler. Which is kind of a tongue twister, right? <laughs> I kind of want to say Twinder Swindler or Twitter Swindler. T- yeah twindler yeah twiddler the twiddler swindler it doesn't really roll off the tongue necessarily for me but then when they said it in the movie i was like oh that's cute like that's yeah they made up. it sound good except some of the people so if you have not seen it yet um i i will say i think it starts off a little bit slow mm-hmm. um but then gets more interesting but these people are in europe so a lot of them have like a little bit broken English or something and this one girl did call it the twi- the twindler swindler and I was <laughs> like oh, I'm not the only one yeah I mean I think I, I personally don't use the word swindler very often so that one just kind of it's like it doesn't come naturally for me but it's cute the tender I was trying to see if I could think of a better alliteration or a I've got nothing the, I'm sorry guys the the tinder scammer <laughs> the scammer from tinder <laughs> yes. and this is why we don't make documentaries <laughs> not yet not yet. not yet y'all just wait one day our lives may be on one so similarly to how we talked about with dead asleep i wanted to know your thoughts on just the production 
of the documentary, the style that it was produced, the way that they did it. What did you think? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was well done. Um, I kind of liked how everything felt a little bit like dark and dungy throughout mm-hmm. the whole, like every interview they did, it was like in a very like, like one girl looked like she was almost in like a nightclub or something. <laughs> and then the other girl looked like she was in like a romantically lit dining area or something Mm -hmm. so I felt like they kind of kept the ambiance if you will of the filming in line with kind of the dark storyline I felt like they provided a lot of really good like I don't know if evidence is the word that I'm looking for but like examples like you saw a lot of videos they had the receipts yeah they had the receipts um and I felt like they had a lot of good interviews there was never like any point where I was like huh if you ever send there like with a question like okay well what happened to x y and z in the next five minutes they're going to tell you what happened to x y and z so Mm -hmm. I thought it was well done again I do think it starts out a little bit slow um because I was kind of re-watching this morning to like see if there was something I didn't notice the first time etc and I was like god this is this is boring like these people are dumb and then I was like oh yes it does get more intricate and more interesting the further you get into the documentary yeah I think they really they they build the anticipation yeah and I think also they try to build well they you know they try to like give us the picture that like these women legit thought that they were in relationships with him you know especially like you said providing so much detail and they like had videos and stuff like that like that's the last thing on my mind if I'm going on a private jet with a stranger I'm not gonna be like let me think on my phone and right like so I think they they did a good job of that like and with the interviews, like you said, of just understanding that these women legit thought that they were in some sort of relationship with him. You know, they thought he was legit. Yeah, for sure. The, the I think the thing that I struggle with the most watching this is like, I don't want to be a, a victim blamer. Like, I don't want to blame these girls. But at the same time, I, I can't remember if her name is pronounced. People pronounced it two different ways throughout the whole thing. So some people called her Cecile and some people called her Cecilia. I think it's Cecile. Mm. That bitch, I, I feel bad for her because like that, he took a lot of money for her. And I feel really bad because she was totally in love with him. Like I get it. But that he came in as a walking red flag and she just let it happen. Like she was actually stupid. Still sorry, Cecile. I, I don't want to come for you. I'm. It's all good. But the second girl... Pr- Pernil? Uh, Pernilla. Pernilla. I had to make sure I write her name down. <laughs> yes, I actually felt like he did the best job with her, especially because they were more so like friends than like right. romantically involved. But I mean, like she really got to spend way more in-person time than at least Cecile did, I felt like. Like they were like spending summers together in Rome and in Greece, et cetera, et cetera. So like she had built a true like friendship with this man, like was genuinely spending like the majority of her time with him. Mm-hmm. So when he comes to her like, hey, I'm in jail, they've canceled all my cards or whatever. Can you help bail me out? I felt the most sad for her losing her money because I mean, honestly, like, I don't have a lot of money, but like, if you came to me or like, and you're like, oh, Cassie, I've been jailed. Like <laughs> they cut off all my cards and I need you to, I would help you out. I wouldn't think twice about it, but I felt like she got less initial red flags thrown her way. Yeah. Than Cecile did. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, like 
Cecile is just walking around like he, he's in another town all the time, but he's like, hey, why don't you go pick out an apartment for us to live in together? Like they're basically just in this long distance relationship where they like really saw each other in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but LT had said, oh, like the video, there was like video evidence that he was showing um her about his enemies oh coming after him and he was like they said i can't be in london anymore and i'm like okay so you thought he was gonna buy an apartment in london with you then (laughs) yeah put some context clues together she was blinded by love 100 percent, she was she i need to recommend a good therapist to her because i tell you what if i was in therapy and told my therapist that that girl would she would put me in my place and she'd be like you're an idiot so yeah so I I want to talk about that a little bit more because I think that's like a big takeaway that a lot of people would have is like how could these women be so naive and I'm going to make a couple arguments for them because a obviously they have some sort of like Stockholm syndrome situation Um, I mean not not like the definition of it but like all these women they you know, they told the story about how they're, they're not like desperate for love, but they all obviously have been like looking for love for a long time. Right. And they seemed, you know, to them, they thought they had a really genuine connection with this guy. Um, so, you know, they, you know, they were willing to do anything for him, which I think a lot of people can relate to, you know, when you're just sort of like blinded by love and you really want to make this person happy. And another thing is too, it's not just one woman who did it i mean just in the movie they told us about three women right which who even knows who else is out there so like i don't had a court case against him with three other women in finland yes that's true so i I mean that's not like a very sound argument but just you know multiple women did the same thing so it's not like this is just about one crazy girl you know i totally agree and that's like I really hate to victim shame, especially because like towards the end, they show you how much hate um, and negativity came their way. Like Mm -hmm. when they came out with the story and I really did sympathize with them because of that, because, you know, I feel like women especially have been put in this situation for like, this is a tale as old as time. Like this guy took it to an actual extreme and like went way further than most people do. But, you know, even, like, the journalists were kind of talking about, like, they saw everything. So, like, I feel like they even got a deeper glimpse into, like, what he was saying to them and stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. he made sure to, like, make them fall in love quickly. He made sure to let them know, like, I have a lot of money. There's nothing to worry about. Like, he was very manipulative and painted this really, like, concise, beautiful picture of himself and his life. So, like, I understand, you know, easily falling for that and believing that. I, I think maybe more so my argument would be like how many times she allowed it to happen without seeing anything in return. Like there was a point where he literally sent her like this statement of money that was supposed to go to her and her bank was like, no. And she was still like, oh, here's another $25,000. Like, yeah, I feel like even if I did fall into the trap, I feel like I am struggling to see how you would continue it for that long. And that's what they mentioned too, that part of the reason why these women could rationalize it is because they saw his you know quote-unquote right. wealth mm-hmm. um you know which is true but then I was in my mind I'm like okay well first of all he got all of this money because he comes from a wealthy family he shouldn't have to be family. asking tinder girl yes. for money yes. if he truly exactly. needed it and also you are so wealthy you mean to tell me that you can't get twenty thousand dollars from any other like 
form and, of like money. some sort of other fund that you yeah, have exactly. like if you obviously you have you appear to have all this money you don't have like a a a slush fund somewhere that you can get it from right you have no cash in a safe somewhere or your dad can't help you your grandpa your mom your sister somebody i mean it appears you know he painted the picture that the whole family was wealthy like yeah you don't have a lawyer that could like front the money for you like i just feel like especially if you're that wealthy that your family is like in the diamond business that you're like Oh, which reminded me about when, um, so Cecile was talking about when they went, I can't remember where they went in the private jet, Amsterdam, maybe, uh, at the very beginning. Yeah. Where the baby mama and the baby were on there. Oh yeah. Or maybe like Prague or something. Yeah. I can't remember exactly where they went went to so many damn cities. (laughs) I know he was all over the place, but so they essentially go and they have a lovely adult time together Mm -hmm. and she feels these marks on his back and she's like what is this from and he tells her that he went to jail in South Africa and it was allegedly because he was Jewish that he was getting tortured or whatever I was like this dude I totally forgot about that I'm like this man (laughs) I mean how does he just have that because you know she is not the first person who has asked this because that is such an extravagant lie you can't come up with that on the spot that's insane right um and i mean maybe he was in jail previously for the the money scheme um and maybe someone's brother was in jail and they were like you took a quarter of a million dollars from my sister you bitch and then fuck him <laughs> up. I don't know. Yes. i'm telling you look i don't know anybody who's in jail but if that man swindled me out of that much money, I would find a connection to a connection to a connection that could find someone in jail to have his ass beat. Yes, correct. 100%. I'm sure it wouldn't be hard. So I think one of the biggest takeaways from this for me was that I felt so badly that all three of these women, their lives are ruined. Yes. Not in the sense that like, I mean, their lives are, you know, on the they appear to be the same, but because they have so many financial woes now it makes me so sad that your life is literally over like you can't enjoy anything because you are going to be paying off these loans forever especially like Cecile it seems like she was pretty like financially comfortable before Mm -hmm. but not to the point where she like I mean she was talking about like $40,000 loans then $25,000 in cash then another $1,200 and then another like $2,500 like it was so much but I felt the worst for Pernilla Pernilla yeah Pernilla because she was like literally living with her mom because she was trying to save money for an apartment and she used all of that money to bail him out of jail aka he flew to Amsterdam he flew to Dubai whatever and the fact that he was like using this money just to like fucking woo other women like I can't even remember what the name of the girlfriend was that he actually had when he was Mm -hmm. in Greece with Pernilla but like literally he like took $25,000 from Cecile and then went and just like blew it all at the club. Like this dude is a sociopath. Is that the yeah. one that like has no emotions for others or is that a psychopath? I think that's a sociopath. Yeah. He's I think 100% you're right. One of them. How do you get this woman to come meet you, give you $25,000 and then you pretend that someone has come to kill you so that y'all can all leave. And then you go spend the money at a yeah. club. That's another thing that, like the whole thing with the enemies 
I'm wondering like if he like if he just made up the enemies just as like you know to to just build sympathy for him to get more money or if he just had some sort of like schizophrenic I mean not schizophrenic but he like legit thinks that there are these people out after him which I mean there are those people are law enforcement but if he legit thought that like these people were after him that's a good point actually because it's like what closer towards the end where they actually go to Israel and they meet his mom they talk to the police they're like yeah we've been looking for this guy like I mean, and then when you were hearing, like, there were people even in the United States that this man had swindled out of money, Mm -hmm. and they didn't really give too much detail during this part, so I did get a little bit confused, so, like, maybe if you picked up on something, like, definitely let me know, but it was men and women saying that this man had swindled them out of money, so I'm just sitting here thinking that he was probably using this diamond business or whatever Mm -hmm. to maybe swindle smaller size businesses out of money in the United States and across Europe Mm -hmm. I mean it was insane like you I mean I would say he's done it to minimum 20 people yeah minimum yeah minimum and I'm sure now with the documentary coming out he's still out here posting TikToks girl I can't believe that yeah in 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 his private jet he's like sitting there he started his own business after he got let out of jail or something like a consulting a a swindling business essentially probably but it was like a business consulting firm I mean, or something. he will literally never be able to step foot outside of israel because he will get screwed over um but we need to talk about the real mvp which is aileen the girl who eventually had him uh caught um which good on her i feel like she could have done a little bit better because now like like you said, he's out here being a free man. So if she were yeah. able to like, I don't, cause she, the whole thing started when he was in Germany. So like maybe if she got like the German police on him and then when he was in like, you know, in German jail, then like, you know, the police from the Netherlands could be like, oh, we want him too. And, you know, that's I feel like I'm it could have been maximized that's- a little bit more. Right. That's what it is a little bit confusing. And like, uh, you know, obviously it's like Europe. So their laws are probably very different. I mean, I'm wondering if maybe just because he created this like romantic relationship beforehand, like mm-hmm. maybe in the eyes of the law, like he didn't do anything wrong. Like he asked these girls for money and they willingly gave it to him. That's so true. I think that's why it's so hard to like convict him. Like there's not like false documentation that he's providing in order for them to feel comfortable well no there is because he's using a whole bunch of fake uh like passports and he's changing his his identity and stuff like that according to his his mom and the police he legally changed his name to simon leviev leviak or whatever yeah so i mean i guess what i'm saying is like it's not like he presented fake numbers about how much his company is making in order to get these women to invest like Mm -hmm. he he really was sitting in that fancy ass car he really was staying in this fancy ass hotel he really did fly in a private jet to xyz location um and so then they willingly gave him the money so i think that's probably in the eyes of the law at least where it gets like a little bit dicey yeah it's like we can't like that was on you he didn't yeah he didn't um steal your identity to take out like that it was you Mm-hmm. Um, which is also interesting though because he did take their passports yes so i'm like what did yes. he do with that yeah mm-hmm. which is very spooky girl um, i am here to tell you i don't care 
I don't care who is asking me if it is Zach Efron him fucking self in person <laughs> in front of my face. I'm not giving him my information. Nor no. am I giving him anything in excess of like a thousand dollars. Correct. I will <laughs> I will come to wherever you are and maybe help you out in that situation. Right. But I'm not just wiring you fucking money willy-nilly and taking out fucking quicken loans. Taking out loans. Yes. Like, oh. I mean, maybe I think about all the people that I love in my life and I love them all dearly, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't even know if I would do all that for my own mom. Sorry, Laurel. For real? For real? Like, she, wouldn't, you- she wouldn't ask me. She would be like, where's Kaz going to get 20,000? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously can't ask her. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you like think again, if you think I have that kind of money to give you, I um, I mean, I don't know if like things are different in Europe, but at least in the United States, like my worst fear in life is being in debt, which yeah. is so sad that that's the way that like our world is. It's not fun. <laughs> but if you think I'm going to take out a loan for you, yeah. absolutely not. Like maybe I'll sell some of my eggs or like do something else to make some money for you. But otherwise, yeah, no, 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 no. I'll do what I can, but that ain't it. Look, I already gave, I already put myself 30K in debt for James Madison University right. for myself. And to this day, I still sometimes I'm like, was I worth it? Probably not. <laughs> You've already been swindled once. Yeah, right. I was swindled once by the universities. Okay. And America in general. Having to buy a car? Ew. Well, why did I do that? I don't know. Oh. Life is so worth unfair. It so <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. Like something that really just makes me sad about being an adult is like, yeah, you know, I have a job, I make money, whatever. But now I have to spend so much money on like car insurance and like yeah one thing that really pissed me off is like buying household goods like buying oh. like trash bags and or paper toilet paper. Towel. oh it's like, what y'all want me to do just free ball it around here this gross. <laughs> I know. like oh it's just such a scam like you have mo- you have money but you it have to spend it on like the people who gave it to you in the first place and then you know every time you turn around you got to pay two hundred dollars to get your car worked on and you got oh <laughs> the circle of life if we have any um young adolescent listeners out there don't grow up it's literally stinks. don't yeah <laughs> also like don't buy a car unless you have to yeah if your parents gave you a car hold up i know that you feel like you want an adult car you want your own car you want it to be cooler you want it to be prettier don't do it i literally was thinking about that yesterday like my dream car is one that's paid for a hundred percent i'm over here like oh cruella had so much life left in her but i was just so determined to have an adult car i know and then it's three hundred dollars a month out of your account yep whether you have it or not part of the month where you get like it's rough it's the part of the month where like everything hits like your rent hits you gotta pay Mm -hmm. your car i know that's what i think because my car payment i think is doing like the 22nd of every month which is random but i think that's when i when i got my loan so they just made it like your first payment is due a month from today i must got on the 22nd or something um so it's like towards the end of the month when i you know my bank account is starting to look good because like i paid my rent i paid all that but then i'm like Mm -hmm. oh got to pay a car payment <laughs> and then you got to pay the insurance for the car you got to oh. pay property taxes oh. now that that one right there is where 
scam. I had to pay the state of the, the state of Arlington, the city of Arlington from October to May uh-huh. for property taxes for my RAV4, 2019 RAV4 guys. It was $400. Oh, so I'm just like, what the fuck oh. is it going to be for a whole year? <gasps> That's so sad. Fairfax County. Don't do me wrong. Be cheaper, please. Lord. But the thing is that you can write off that on your taxes though. I oh, think. really? Yeah. Cause when I, cause I do TurboTax and they ask like, have you made any, uh, like personal property? If, if you've made it, I think it's just because like, if you hadn't made any personal property payments, then they are like, okay, well you need to pay the time to thank whoever, but yeah, so you should definitely hold on to that because then you can be like, yes, I did in fact pay $400 for my car. We've really gotten off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the adult podcast where we where we talk about tell you taxes. all of our payments. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, anyways, and people who don't live in Northern Virginia are like, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, but no, really. I know that Cruella was like an old car, but like in Martinsville for a year, that bitch was like $70 in property taxes. Oh, so like, I really yeah. just flipped the script. Yeah. All of this is to say, guys, we still don't understand how these women had the ability to give. That's why it's like a double nightmare. I'm like, what? You're like willingly taking out these personal loans and ruining your credit. Um, I mean, just like, I just feel like they're all at the point where like their only option is honestly to declare bankruptcy and start over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine, especially with like the interest rates, unless they consolidated all of it, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, they have was talking about her interest rates were so high. She was like, I'm never going to be able to pay this off. And they have all of these maxed out credit cards. Mm-hmm. Like that was another thing where I'm like, you're just giving this man credit cards. Like American Express too. I'm American like, Express. Yeah. Yes. That he maxes out in two days. And it's like these women, like you said, that seemed like they had it together. They probably had pretty high credit limits. Yeah. And he maxes it out. I know that uh, Cecile was talking about how one of hers was like $94,000. Oh, and she was talking about, okay, this story resonated with me a lot. And then I had to like dial it back because like, I think my credit card I shouldn't be giving out this information. My my credit card is not maxed out, but it's like one one hundredth of like what hers is. And she was like, I was just sitting there and this trailer was coming by and I was like, maybe I should just run into it and just end things. And I'm like, hmm. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. And then she checked herself into a psych ward and I'm like, okay, rein it in so that you don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah, that was a plot just where I was like, wow. But I felt bad for her. She just straight up didn't know what else to do. And she yeah. felt that th- that would give her like a, some being sort of like protection. It, yeah, being that much in it, I could, I'm over here like, I have regular debt. Like I have like student loans and a car payment and a credit card. So like my debt in America essentially is like not real debt. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Um, but hers was like astronomical. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I'm over here stressed about my debt. I can't imagine how she, I, I would probably run in front of the trailer too. I probably would. <laughs> to just be like staring down the barrel of like $200,000. I mean, it's basically what like, they're never going to be able to own a house because no one's going to give them a loan, a mortgage. Yeah. No. And that's like the worst part of all of it is like kind of going back to what we were saying about like they willingly gave this man this money. Like I'm sure that the the jury, the judge, whoever was making the decision 
felt mm-hmm. extremely bad for these women and wishes there was something that they could do. But right. at the end of the day, they did willingly give this man money. And I can't think of a way in the eyes of the law other than like him committing fraud. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even the type of fraud that he would commit would obviously he got five months. So, right. Yeah. So that segues into a question I want to ask you, which is how do you see this playing out? for Simon like how do you think the rest or I mean the next like 10 years of his life go honestly I I think that it was good that they went out and put it in the paper that they have this documentary Mm -hmm. I mean at the end of the day not everybody's gonna see it so I do think that he probably is still out here scamming people for money but also I think he's kind of one of those people like Donald Trump where like any publicity is good publicity so yeah. I feel like he's honestly gonna be out here living his best life I really do unfortunately and he's just always gonna find a way to dodge yep. the law That's I mean sad. especially like these TikToks that are going around of him are like recent like within the past week or so like oh. he's flying on a private jet with Peter and his business partner like doing work on the plane so I mean if because this wasn't like a few months ago like I'm assuming all of this happened quite some time ago at least like 2019-2020 and I mean he's still out here in these streets in his private jet so I just can't imagine that that's going to be something that significantly changes what do you think um obviously the guy knows what he is doing kind of like you know he was able to go on this long and you know swindle all these women Mm -hmm. um I don't think that he's invincible though like I don't think that he is like absolutely never gonna make a mistake again and now that like all of these countries were after him anyways and now it's just gonna be a microscope on him I don't have faith in him that he will be able to be smart enough to be able to to to, like avoid all of all of the law enforcement that's after him I hope you're right I really do because it also, too, like what is kind of scary, though, about putting like this type of documentary out, um, honestly, any crime documentary, really, in my opinion, is like someone's going to see that and be like, if he can do it, I can do it. And I think that more yeah. people may kind of get involved in something like that, especially like I hate to target like middle America or something, but like honestly, they're not the type of people that are watching and taking in this kind of content mm-hmm. um, and tend to be a little bit more naive to like this type of thing so like I could imagine being like 20 year old me and someone like Simon Mm -hmm. talking to me even in in Martinsville like I would be interested (laughs) like I would be like what right I mean the way and you're right like he legit was going on these private jets he had these cars like it wasn't Mm -hmm. like he was catfishing necessarily because I feel like my judgment is coming from like jaded 27 year old me right like I'm old and wise now yeah Uh, I got gray hairs (laughs) beyond my years but I mean like just thinking back to like especially like I remember the girl Cecile said at one point she was like I was always happiest when I was in love which like Mm -hmm. makes sense like you would always you know that makes sense that you'd be falling in love and be so happy but it's like girl if you're not happy with your life outside of being in love with someone like that's fucking miserable so like obviously she she is a very vulnerable person and I would say a lot of us girls would say at like 20 to like 23 that's exactly how we were Mm -hmm. especially when I mean you feel just like the societal pressure to like 
be in a relationship. I mean, not, you know, there's, it's not like the biological clock or anything, but you know, it's something, that, you know, it's something that a lot of people want. But again, like Donald Trump, I don't want to like get myself worked up and think that he's going to like get what he deserves kind of thing. Yeah. You know, so I, as much as I would like to be optimistic that he's going to screw up and like, you know, s- something's going to catch up to him. I don't want to do that just because I'm going to be very disappointed when nothing happens to him and yeah. he just stays on TikTok and acting a fool. But he literally cannot leave Israel. So good luck <laughs> with that. He's going he's to fly them out to him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I mean, now he can't like go from Prague to mm-hmm. Rome, Dubai, to, to Cape Town, to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah, I mean, that man was hopping around every other day. I know. Oh my gosh. And I wish but- we, I wish we got the truth too about the woman who pretended to be his baby mama. Yes. So, um, I'm glad that you brought that up because I had like kind of a little bit of a theory about her because so mm-hmm. she was one of the women in the case that Cecile found out prior to Simon interacting with her and Pernilla. And I can't remember what the third girl's name was that they showed. Aileen. Aileen. Was that her that dated him? The one who like eventually got him busted? I thought she was a, um. Oh, the Russian model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever uh, her her name, was. name was like Portia or something. Or yeah, yeah. Like anyway, <laughs> anyway, the, the case that happened prior to dating all of them she was one of the women. And so I remember Cecile being like, you were victimized by him. Like, how could you do this? I was like, okay, when they had this relationship, he probably accidentally got her pregnant. Okay. Yeah. And so this whole case went through, he got out and she was like, you're going to support me in this kid or else. And he was able to do that. And that's why she just went along with it and continued to do so because he was probably supporting her and the child. Yeah. This dwindled money she didn't care where it came from <laughs> that makes a lot of sense so you that is genuinely their child together yeah I think it is I think okay. it could have potentially been like she was mad at first so she went through with the case and then she like went back when he got out and was like oh I'm so sorry they like hooked up or whatever and she's like oh I'm having a baby and he was like oh god and she's like you're gonna take care of us and he was like yeah I guess okay yeah, and that's why she needs to support the swindling. Exactly. That's why she told she, her all those nice things about him. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that I think you're and probably right. And that's probably right. why she was actually there because you know good and damn well that he would not want his ex-girl and his mm-hmm. baby on the private jet with this mm-hmm. Cecile girl he's having a first date with unless mm-hmm. he had to. All in all, I thought it was it was a very different documentary. It, like it wasn't it's very obviously we've seen catfishing stories time and time and time again. This was very different than that, but still kind of like yeah. in the same realm. But I enjoyed it. So what would you rate the Tinder swindler? It was like a financial catfish as opposed to like a physical catfish. <laughs> right. I would probably get it like a seven out of ten. Okay. I agree it was different. It was unique. I liked it. It was hard. It was hard for me to watch in the beginning. So that's why I felt like I had to rewatch it again today. Mm-hmm. Um because I think the first time I watched it, like I was like bored in the beginning and like, would you know, like be checking my phone or like I'd get a work email and be like, oh, let me handle this. Yeah. Um, but if you persevere and push through the first like 15, 20 minutes, it does get a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was going to say too. Like the beginning boring part isn't even that long. Like it, it it's yeah. not a whole lot that you need to push through anyways. 
I think the reason it was hard too was because like that's when you're really sitting there like this dumb bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're not getting all the context and I mean also too you're going into the show already kind of expecting anticipating like what is about to happen so you're just like mm-hmm. okay there's a red flag okay there's another red flag there's another right. one but obviously in it she didn't notice it as much right but what would you <sighs> rate it Kristen what are your thoughts um I would give it an eight out of ten um yeah I mean a little bit higher than than what you rated it um I did enjoy the production I think that was very thorough um Mm -hmm. like the way that they interviewed the women and like you said they had all of the screenshots and the videos Mm -hmm. and the voice recordings and everything um so I thought it was very well placed together and you know like the storytelling was really good um so yeah I enjoyed it but I mean it wasn't like like mind-blowing the craziest thing I've ever seen um yeah yeah which I would say the craziest documentary that I have ever seen that actually made my mind explode is what we're talking about next week yes and are we are we going to share that now are we going to keep it a surprise Mm, what do you think should we surprise them um leave them hanging in suspense I kind of like it you like that okay then we'll we'll be very suspenseful it'll be very fitting we would love if you guys wanted to shoot us a dm guessing which documentary we think you think we're referring to yes um, anyone who gets it right we will let you know if you get it wrong we're still not going to tell you do we want to say what platform it's on to, would that yeah, people it's on know? netflix it's on netflix yes yes a documentary on netflix um that literally blew my mind out of the water Yes. Yes. I saw I'm it excited. a while ago, but I'm going to watch it again just so my brain is yeah, refreshed. And then I can relive one, it all. So over that'll again. help a little bit. It's not new. Honestly, I feel like I still lived in Martinsville when I watched it. So that was 2019. So I th- when I looked up, I think it said it was released in 2019. So yeah. Um, We're giving you some context clues, guys. <laughs> shoot us your best guesses yes please do yes it was released in 2019 so you're right on it excuse me 2017 (gasps) oh god um but then it wasn't reviewed on imdb until 2019 so okay so maybe it hadn't been on netflix yeah i think on netflix yet yeah that makes sense i'm very excited looking forward to it yes kristen do you want to take us out or do you want me to go ahead girl take us out let everyone know where they can reach us All right, guys. Well, we obviously want to hear your guesses on what we're going to be reviewing next week. Um, So send those DMs to at a case, the number for the FBI and any commentary, questions, suggestions, anything that you may need more space characters, creativity, whatever, et cetera, feel free to email us anytime. And that is a case, the number four, the FBI at gmail.com. Bingo. Got it. Awesome. Well, thanks to listening for listening to this probably extremely long episode. (laughs) Um, I hope you thought it was all great content and we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye guys. Bye.